Hello world, we're big gay nerds, and we are back once again playing Die Laughing with our good friend Elliot. Yay! Oh my Damn god. Me. This is my first time okay. playing anything with Elliot, actually. Yeah, same here. I am glad I I sat out the first block of this, and then I was like, I regret sitting out of that, because it sounds <laughs> fun as hell. Um, so it let's... Is. Yeah, let's let's get introductions underway. I am Owen, uh, founder, director, and editor of Big Gay Nerds. My pronouns are he and him. Uh, joining me today are, is our guest star, Elliot. Hi, you can call me Elliot because that's my name. I use he, him pronouns. Uh, do you want me to pop in plugs here or no? Yeah, yeah go for it. The, yeah. Okay. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Podcaster Elliot. I also run two Sorry. podcasts currently. Uh, one is Infinity City, which is a Masks actual play with an all-queer and racially diverse cast. We cut out the tabletop to bring you episodes in under an hour. Nice. The other one is Bone Rollers, uh, which is currently running Don't Cast, Don't Tell, <laughs> an all-LGBT kids on brooms game Ooh, where okay. we reclaim the magical school genre from the turf that tried to monopolize it. <laughs> Hell Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Um, cool. And then we have Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah. She, her. You can find me at Radio Inactivity. I am not a guest. I am an extremely regular member of the cast. You know this if you <laughs> listen to the podcast. It's fine. Oh, damn. Really? Real yeah. ones cool. know. <laughs> and Saturn. Hi, it's me, Saturn, and they, them pronouns. Uh, you can find me at The Future Rules on Twitter and Tumblr, where I have not been posting as much lately because i've been busy getting my brain melted by japanese visual novels <laughs> yes. and levi hello i'm levi pronouns are they them um i don't know frequent contributor to the show oh yeah there you go <laughs> um so we are playing die laughing in case you uh have not listened to our first installment um this is a uh, horror comedy movie game by Craig Campbell, and uh, I guess, Elliot, you're the one who introduced us to it. Do you want to give us a quick reminder of how the game functions? Uh, yes. Yeah. So, essentially, we will be playing through scenes as if we're making a movie uh, a la Scary Movie or any of the other progressively worse spinoffs <laughs> uh, but basically we're playing hapless doofuses that are trying to stumble our way through not being murdered spoiler we're almost all gonna fail uh, <laughs> similar to i think it was dueling fops of vindemir or vindemir yeah. uh we'll have different scenes based off of dice rolls uh, we'll make rolls at the end of them, and, uh, at the end of it, we'll all die, as is so the goal. Yay! So Yay! <laughs> Sounds good. Now, we have, there's a whole bunch of, uh, different monsters and scenarios to choose from, and this time, we have gone with, hold on, let me just bring Something it Something slightly less, uh... If you remember, dear listeners, our last episode of Die Laughing, or episodes, I suppose, fairly high concept of uh, 
airport <laughs> horror with a guy who is also <laughs> other guys. Don't worry yeah. about it. We're going a little simpler this time around. Yeah. Uh, for the, for our sanity, perhaps. Yeah, the monster casting call is giant irradiated insect. Yes. It's a bug. It got exposed to radiation. It's Now it's really big. That's how radiation works, right? Um, and we have chosen... <laughs> yeah. We've, we've chosen I've the setting... Seen says that. <laughs> we've chosen the setting small main street in a small town. Um... And because of this, we've decided we're going to go for like kind of a black and white 1950s something that uh, MST3K would tear into. Mm -hmm. They had a lot of big insect movies. Usually spiders, but sometimes (laughs) it was something else. Sometimes it's ants. (laughs) The thing is, what the, the reason is because it's really easy. Yeah, to just, like, just put a camera put really a close to a bug, and then like make like a, a little tiny miniature model of like mm-hmm. the scene, and just like put like a, a cockroach on it, and you're like, oh my yeah. god, that cockroach is fifty feet tall. Sometimes or the you're... cheapest one I saw, they didn't they have they didn't have a model building. They put it on a postcard that was a <gasps> yeah. building, That's great. and the bug was crawling on. That does sound great. <laughs> Oh. Sometimes if you're really spicy, you build one giant monster arm, and you like you smash oh, it through yeah. windows and stuff. Oh. Yeah, I've seen those. I've seen that. Have before. like a really have good. a character just wrestling with one big insect arm. It's like uh-huh, ah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Oh, they, we really pick they shrink the actors down to fit them in the tiny town. Yeah. <laughs> Movie magic, baby. Um, it occurs to me we have not even talked about. What kind of insect we want to read oh, yeah. here? And I'm wondering if we should just blunder ahead, and whenever it shows up first, will be when we decide. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. I love the sound of that. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, and so let's see. For our characters, let's go. I guess in reverse order of uh, introductions. So okay. uh, Levi, who are you playing? All right. So. Um... My character is Hank. The archetype I picked was the soldier. Um, age 30-something, height 6'2", weight 200-ish. Uh, distinguishing features, smells like Old Spice and whiskey, short dark buzz cut, farmer's tan, and freckles. Uh, the So um, each of the classes picks one of two like qualities, and the one I got was uh, self-assured. Nice. Oh, what are the two nice. items you picked? Oh, right. I've uh, got a uh, government-issued sidearm and current orders for stuff. Nice. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. gotta then, have, uh, we got to have uh, guns so that we can have the scene where it's like, oh, my God, guns don't work on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a valiant um, sacrifice. With... And, and you've also got you know a bunch of stats and mechanics attached to that, but we can just deal with that yeah. when they actually come up in yeah. the thing. Yeah, um, it's so it's so hard on the outside. It's like a skeleton is on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> what on God's green earth? <laughs> um, so uh, Saturn, who've you got? All right. Uh, in the spirit of uh, dying laughing, uh, I am playing a character by the name of Biff Jackson. Uh, <laughs> relationship to Beef Jackson questionable. I'm playing Biff Jackson, though. He's 18, six foot. Uh, he's a jock. 
actually, to start with that. <laughs> um, 18, six feet tall, weight, yes. Yeah. Uh, he's got uh, extremely rectangular and upright posture, kind of like a, a refrigerator. Uh, short, dark hair and gray eyes, handsome mug, uh, constantly has a cigarette. Uh, also inexplicably he is shirtless in a swamp and fighting bugs on the poster (laughs) (laughs) it's it's one of those yeah Uh, Yeah. he took the uh, athletic quirk and his two stuffs are a letter jacket so like a letterman and a six pack of abs (laughs) (laughs) brought a six pack for us great yeah exactly great it is great some cheese on those bags I love that, like, it gives you the choice. You can pick a six, what kind of six-pack it is. Yeah. I, I, I feel like the, the, the true the true build is you do a six-pack, and then you have a six-pack of beer yeah. and a six-pack of abs. <laughs> so yeah. this, is a, this is a 50s movie where we're going to fight bugs, so yeah. he needs to have a letterman. Mm-hmm. Okay, then, uh, Sarah. <laughs> Don't sound so eager. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> so, uh... I had two choices. It was either going to be like 50s mom or cheerleader. And then I saw that Saturn picked the jock and I knew instantly. So uh, I picked the cheerleader. Her name is Maisie McClintock and she's 17, 5'4", 115 pounds, uh, red hair, tight ponytail, you know, like real high up and tight, poodle skirt with a cheerleading jacket and a real nasty smile. Uh, (laughs) Uh, chose the quality jerk, oh, and no. her two stuffs are pom poms and a switchblade. Wonderful, <laughs> so, the two genders. As so as uh, <laughs> Owen said in the pre-call, uh, another a, a perfectly archetypical Sarah murder girl boss. So right, look when you have well, a like type, a, you have a type. When you have a type, a you get facet, a, type. <laughs> a facet we haven't seen before. I think that like, I think that like Sarah characters are kind of like a five dimensional object, and so we don't always see like the malicious cheerleader element fully emerge in all of them. But here, it's sort of rotated in that direction, and so it's visible to us. Thanks, the a- the axis has skewed towards violent psycho delinquent in a way that we scarcely yeah. see in, in in big guy nerds. Thanks, guys. Um, the Elliot. All right. So the archetype I picked was the nameless extra, uh, mostly <laughs> because all I came up with going into this session was the name Brick Rivers. Uh, He is an aging Hollywood star that is being phased out and is deeply jealous of Biff in a totally not homoerotic way. Uh, So since he's the nameless extra, his name in the movie is not applicable. His age is not applicable. His height is not applicable. And his weight, as you may have guessed, not applicable. No, really. <laughs> I like the idea of his height and weight fluctuating wildly between scenes. <laughs> Look, the like he's in different outfits. Are like... wild. <laughs> he did a lot of cocaine and binge <laughs> and he's just a mess. But he does have the single greatest head of hair you've ever seen and the best mustache that a Hollywood star has ever had. Excellent. Uh, oh, no. His quirk is that he's old. And his stuffs are a wallet and a crossword puzzle and pin 
how that's gonna help him fight a giant irradiated insect, <laughs> I guess we'll find out. I'm, yeah. I'm almost envisioning like a a version of Sam Elliott who has been spliced across all of his various ages <laughs> as a <laughs> That is uh, very accurate and also excuse the Final Fantasy clock going off in the background. Uh, you're good. I can't hear it. Yeah. Unless the audience can hear it, in which case, uh, have fun with that. <laughs> That's in the movie now. That's how the movie starts. Like the cockatoo from Citizen Kane. God. <laughs> Um, then finally, I am playing Dr. Archibald Fitzgerald, uh, archetype the nerd, as opposed to the mad scientist, because I wanted to play a scientist, but not one who's, like, mad. wildly effective. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not that he's a cool inventor, eccentric guy, he just knows things, which is actually useless. Um, <laughs> so, his age is 35, his height is 5'8", weight 150 pounds. His distinguishing features are tidy brown hair, thick glasses, tweed jacket with leather elbow patches. His quirk is know-it-all, and his stuff is a scientific calculator and thick glasses. It occurs to me, I have no idea uh, how advanced scientific calculators were in the 1950s. It's, it's an abacus. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a, it's a big abacus, but it's an abacus. <laughs> or it's um, one of those calculators that has like a like a printout instead of a screen. That that yeah. would be like that can, would be sci-fi even for the time. I think, <laughs> I but just, still, I think acceptable. I just looked up TI calculators fifties and I got some hits. And oh yeah, go ahead and link it. That's oh sorry. Oh, that's <laughs> what is that? There. <gasps> oh hell yeah. Oh, oh, hell oh yeah. that's way better Holy than the Christ. one I found. Hold on. <laughs> oh, okay, that's great. But hold on, let yeah, me see if I can get uh, this uh, image though. Google images are really being weird for me lately. I Elliot love that just thing. posted something that looks like a cash register. I love uh, it. <laughs> yeah, okay, this one was from the 70s anyway. Never mind. Oh, <laughs> I love it though. This is so That's really good. I mean, I'm imagining yeah, him having it like around his neck on like a like on like a cord, you know, <laughs> so God, he's, he's got yeah, he he's he's, he, no, he, he, he keeps putting it down. He's, got, on, he's trying to like do work, and he keeps putting it down on things, but they have to keep moving, so he has to keep picking it up and bringing it with him. He's like, guys, you have to stop. He slings it around his neck, and he's got bad posture because he's wearing a twenty-pound paper around his neck <laughs> yeah. all day, every day. He ha- he has that thing in a bag. <laughs> he has to wear that on his shoulder. Oh god! So, for getting started, mm-hmm. I. As I understand, this starts with the director rolling to see what kind of scene it is. Yes. Yes. I, I, th- I how think the what we just pick someone and then we just okay. go left to right. Okay. Um, since I'm on the furthest left, I'm good to start us. Then you are At quite least... literally the founder and director of Big Gay Nerds. So yes. <laughs> as as the biggest gayest nerd. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. true. So the way this works, if I recall correctly, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Elliot, is basically, so GM's going to start as a director, um, necessarily, because Elliot is to the right on our call list, Elliot's character is going to be the principal character in the scene that GM starts with. And then the next scene, Elliot's going to be directing, and then Sarah's character is going to be the principal character, and Sarah's going to be directing, and mine's going to be the principal character, so on and so forth. Okay. okay, cool. I think um, it actually goes the other way. So, uh, oh, so we would it would start with Genome and then uh, Levi's character is the principal character. Uh, no, 
it would start with Ji Bang, the director, and I would be the principal character. And then Levi would be the director, and Gino would be the principal character. Oh, I okay. see, I see. All right. I, I gotta say, starting off with, like, a rando and then cutting to the scientist sounds pretty much yeah. how these things work. <laughs> um, so that, that sounds good to me. I also realized we do not have an automated dice roller in this group chat. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm um, gonna have to get some actual dice then. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, uh, I, I just, uh, you can look up the automated dice roller in your browser of choice or whatever. I believe it's what I did last time we recorded this. All uh, yeah, okay. Um, what, yeah, like, what are the rules? Is it, like, single D6s? So you okay. have a, you start with a life pool of I think six, and that's the amount of d sixes you have. And when you fail in a scene, you lose a d six or something like gotcha. that. Gotcha. Okay. So um, here, here's the official Wizards Online dice roll. There, that have oh, not yeah, updated yeah, since 1995. Hell so. yes. Um, Coming soon as an NFT. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I um, finally got my dice bag for the first time in uh, literally oh, years. Nice. Oh my god. Okay. So, um, and then to determine the scene, so let's see, phase one, set up the game. Um, okay. The director rolls two dice and adds them together, <clears throat> then they go to the scene with that number and announce what the scene is called. The lead player's character is automatically in the scene and is considered the lead character for that scene. The lead player chooses which other characters are in the scene. The director's character can't be in the scene unless the lead player and the director are the only players with characters left that have been wrapped, and then they must be in the scene. The director sets the stage with a bit of narration to get the scene moving using information from the scene set up as guidance. Okay, cool. Let me just roll a 2d6. Also, um, because it's 2d6, we're going to get the 5 to 7 range very frequently. Mm -hmm. If we get multiple doubles and you're like, oh, I don't want to do that scene again, just pick a different scene. You don't have to actually roll it again. Okay. So, um, I got, as predicted, I got a 7. Let's see. Where's the list? Oh, act one scenes. Okay. Okay, Starting off strong. Start. Okay. Oh shit. Okay. Seven monster attack. <laughs> monster for trait checks and target numbers. Um. Okay. You, so, Gino, you get to decide what the bug looks like instantly. Okay. Um. Okay. So set up a scene that makes sense based on what has come before. You choose <laughs> when the monster attacks. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> okay. So we know um, we have. Uh. We know we have the nameless extra. Uh, as our starting character, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, and buddy. the setting is Main Street of a small town. I think it makes sense just to start there. Um, I think... I I think, okay, the you get an establishing shot of, like, oh, it's this normal small town, and there's literally, like, a... There's, like, a street sign saying Main Street. And I think that this is at, like, a bus stop, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the so yes, character will like like unnamed character, uh, played by Brick Rivers is uh, either sitting or standing at a bus stop depending on whether or not there's a bench, um, and I guess then you decide what uh like who else who else should be here. I'm also. Before I move forward, I should probably clear up with you. It says refer to monster for trait checks and target numbers. Yeah. Um, what would that mean in that, this case? Uh, uh, so the monsters have uh, stat sheets when we get to the point that we make trait checks, which is determining 
uh, who's losing life from their life pools. Gotcha. Uh, they've got numbers that are how many successes we need to make. Gotcha. Or no, okay. they've got six. They've got the number that is. They have our the target, target number. number. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. I can um, explain that better once we actually get to the trait checks. Yeah. Sure. And I assume then that means that it can be any. Like, usually the scenes indicate what sort of check it is, but with the monster attack, it can be anyone, is the implication I get. Yes. Okay. Cool. All right. So, yes, you are at the bus stop. It is night. By which I mean it is shot day for night. There is a very <laughs> uh, awkward filter over it. It's just blue. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, so if we're doing black and white era, you oh, can't yeah. really tell. Yeah, um, yeah that's a good point. <laughs> and yeah, it's just panning down. Oh, it's it is a it is a normal night, and there's this old man on a bench. And uh, who else is there? So yeah, I think we've got a uh, nameless extra played by Brick Rivers. And I'm sorry, I don't remember character names other than Biff. But I think <laughs> we're going to have uh, Biff and our resident cheerleader mm-hmm. also Amazing. in the scene with nice. us. Nice. All right. Okay. So, um, yeah, it is a it is a placid night. Uh, your, uh, I guess describe what your characters are doing in the scene. And just I'll just roll this camera and then eventually a big old prop. <laughs> I, I'm I'm kind of imagining like uh, uh, nameless extra is is like sitting on the bench looking kind of sour because there's these two delinquents who are just by nearby smoking cigarettes and talking loudly. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those things, and I think like uh, Biff makes contact with this extra, just like, "Hey, cheese it, geezer." <laughs> and. I think Nameless Extra just, like, he wants to have a line. You can see it on his face, but it's, like, not written into the script. So he mumbles something under his breath and scoots to the other side of the bench. Yeah. I think Maisie looks at Biff and uh, laughs as well and says, You know, it really is a drag that your car's all busted and we gotta take the bus like a pair of squares <laughs> next time i'm taking peewee's car over the gap <laughs> <laughs> never letting that what? fool sit, sit in the driver's seat again <laughs> okay okay sorry i'm sorry i'm, sure. I'm trying to i'm trying to place what voice this is i'm looking kind of fonzie <laughs> Look, I'm just doing a little John Travolta because yeah. the thing that I want to do is I want to do the JFK voice, but I can't do a JFK voice. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, that also solidifies oh. my image of Biff a lot. Have, you, have you ever seen Clone High? It like, gives you a tutorial. <laughs> yeah, the, the problem is you still have to do it correctly. Uh. <laughs> uh. That is the hard part of doing things. I, I'd rather that... just sound like a, a fucking goober <laughs> than try and do a JFK poorly. That's a good point. So, so like, while this is happening, um, while your two characters are talking and his character is belligerently not talking, um, th- th- this sort of glow starts building up from one side and there's also, like, sort of an 
like in this eerie like chittering effect that maybe like prompts one of you to like say hey what's that noise and then um the hey, monster what's that noise <laughs> <laughs> who's got at their this... high beams on <laughs> at this point the 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 camera is like um it's I think that describing it as being like from the monster's point of view is giving too much credit to like the cinematography involved here, but it is shot in such a way that instead of actually showing the monster, it is primarily showing uh the actors and uh like and like big spindly limbs and like a pair of mandibles or whatever like sort of coming up from like underneath where the camera is oh great yeah so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. your characters but like for, for in, in 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 the script at least your characters are now being menaced by a giant irradiated insect what kind of insect is incredibly vague but that is what you're dealing with and this is where the role comes in i guess yes so uh we essentially on each of our character sheets, we've got four stats, body, brains, mouth, and spirit. We will pick the one that we are using based off of what our reaction to this scene is, uh, roll the dice in our dice pool, and the number in your stat is what you is the number of successes you need, uh, corresponding to on the monster sheet, uh, they have numbers that are what you have to roll to make a success. So, for example, as Nameless Extra gets up and just runs from the bench, I would make a body check. I will roll six dice. Uh, the body target number on the giant irradiated insect is a five, and my body is a one, so I need one number that is at least a five on my dice. My body is okay. also a one, buddy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we got a we got a lot of we got a real athletic crew here. No, that, yeah, was, of... that was that was me making a joke about my. Don't worry about it. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I got uh, two successes, which means okay. that I do get away. Uh, I will wait to narrate until other people have made their roles, though. Yeah, right. um, I think uh, Biff's just like, what the hell? It's a giant bug. Get out of here, Maze. I'll take care of this. And he's going to start trying to punch it in the legs. <laughs> Good God. Uh, I um, this went so per- so right so quick. I, ass- I assume this is body also? Yes. So, uh, so I start with six dice, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, so my body is one, and actually, because I'm athletic, it means that my the target number <laughs> for body checks is three, always. Oh, nice. So, I only have to get one, three, or higher, which is going to be extremely easy. Um, I'm probably going to get a lot more than that. Um, yeah, I got four successes. Damn. Uh, and so, I, I think it's a thing of, like, we see this big prop bug leg like waving menacingly into screen it's <laughs> just like like trying like wrestling with it and just like for like a second and then pushes it away <laughs> <laughs> so i definitely know how this goes with Maisie because Maisie is a 17 year old girl in a 1950s horror movie uh Maisie just screams she just does like the high pitch just like ah! 
you know? <laughs> no, so high that you cut out. Discord yeah. refused yeah. to register that. <laughs> I can't wait to listen to this episode so I hear that. <laughs> so, would that be under that's, mouth or spirit? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that's mouth, because, right? It's from the mouth. It's from yeah. the yeah. mouth. <laughs> maybe maybe she's <laughs> making a loud noise that will scare the yeah. giant bug yeah. away. This is what we might call a mouth mood. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I got three successes. So Damn, okay. Nice. So, um, more experienced uh, <laughs> uh, player, Elliot, what do all those successes tally up to? Uh, so, since we all succeeded, uh, essentially we narrate what happens. As I said, unnamed extras just getting up and running off camera. <laughs> Uh, because his contract does not allow him any lines currently. He's not in the Actors Guild anymore. They're yeah. <laughs> uh, not going to pay that. And then each of the others will narrate their success, but since we succeeded, we get to choose one person uh, to lose one from their life pool. Oh, uh, shit. That is in the scene with us. And since uh, Maisie is a 17-year-old girl in a 1950s horror movie, I'm going to say that she loses one from her life pool. I'll take it. Okay. Okay. Um, so I, I, I think kind of what I'm envisioning here, right, is, is the nameless extra getting away. Maisie uh, screaming in terror and Biff, like, wrestling with his arm. But the, the strange insect seems to recoil from Maisie screaming and is pushed away by Biff, who's able to, to help her escape or whatever. Um, <laughs> similarly, uh, with Biff's success, I am going to say that this, uh, that they're like... Let, there's like let's run in the opposite direction of that old guy <laughs> and gonna gonna uh, take a life pool off of the unnamed extra uh, as, That's uh, as as Biff tries to to steer Maisie in the opposite direction of that dude. Uh, <laughs> Maybe the bug will go after an easier meal. Yeah, I uh, hate to already gang up on the new guy, but <laughs> I think Maisie's gonna stick with uh, stick with Biff. And yeah. uh, <laughs> and also try to um, hope that the that the big ambiguous bug will go after <laughs> the 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 running target instead of the big beefy guy who just who just wrestled with it. Uh, so she is also going to take a point off of our nameless extra. Okay. Oh my God. I'm I'm sorry, but I do have to say the word ambiguous. Ooh, I hate it, but also it's very funny. Um, uh, that bug is ambiguous because it's uh, very big. Ah, yeah. Ah. <laughs> no. Um, ah. It. I think. I think after like everyone has fled off screen, there's just like a shot that goes on, just like a few seconds too long of the mon- of the of the insect, just like. Scrab- scrabbling its legs around and screeching at the but, bus like, stop, not going yeah. anywhere and you, yeah. hear, <laughs> and you just hear uh, Crow T robot going and cut yeah. <laughs> and cut <laughs> that was the first scene folks what do you think um, okay so um, next up Levi's the director and I'm the lead character yes alright okay cool so, so we're going to start with Levi rolling 2d6 to see what kind of scene this is. Yeah. I have got 
a pair of threes, total of six. So let's party. see. Party. Party. Wait, you're the <laughs> you're the nerd. Why are you at the party? No. <laughs> All right. Oh no. Oh. oh. Maybe there's like a celebration for like maybe a chair party. Invented giant bugs. <laughs> oh yeah. Maybe maybe you've invented some sort of Chekhov's gun. Uh, <laughs> Oh no! Like, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, the only the only rules for party is it's a it's a spirit check. Target number four. The setup is the characters have a party. Define a reason for the party. Play out what happens there, and that's it. Okay, um, I'm willing to say like, what if it's other people having a party, and then I'm busting in to ruin it yes. with news of a giant insect? Yeah. I love that. Okay. I love that. <laughs> yes. So, okay, so I'm immediately going to draft in, um, let's see, do we want to have, like, both of the teens here, or would it make sense to split off? I think we could, like, have it be that, like, the, if you want to have both teens again, Mm -hmm. we could have it be that there's, like, a little interstitial scene where they they make it on foot to the place they're going. It's like, wow, that was a crazy giant bug. Anyway, at least we're at, at Tad's party now. We can do we can smoking this terrible evil reefer again. It made me hallucinate a giant bug. <laughs> That's okay. Whatever giant bug we think we saw, we can go rock and roll dancing all night, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then there, yeah. there's some rock and roll jazz whatever okay. there's, 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 a, there's a way so, too long dance sequence yes i was just thinking in these out. kinds of movies when you have like a teen dance party uh-huh. it, it's mm-hmm. there's like, rock and roll and jazz it goes what it is because it goes, they have to indicate it's sinful yeah there's like it goes for like three minutes it's a real band they're playing the entire song it cuts around a bunch to show different dancers like <laughs> the whole really village of the giants teens. yeah absolutely. yeah exactly <laughs> all right so so yeah i think that that sounds good do you want to set the scene anymore or should i barge in um, that sounds pretty good to me personally. But. So um, I'm curious. Is it? I'm still thinking about Village of the Giants. I'll admit. Where they have the inventor <laughs> kid in that. He just like busts in. It's like, hey, I invented goop. Also, there's giants. <laughs> <laughs> seems, I, I enjoy that. <laughs> that's how I remember that movie. Anyway, um, I I I just want an excuse to use my comically large calculator. <laughs> do it go for Excellent. it okay um okay so the party is happening like there was just an entire three minutes dedicated to this song and <laughs> at this point um do- the character dark Ar- dr archibald fitzgerald who is definitely the oldest the oldest person in the scene but maybe not the oldest actor necessarily um that goes to brick rivers <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, Brick Rivers isn't necessarily here. Oh, in the scene, you mean? In the scene. Oh, yes. I, I don't know how old any of these these people playing teens are. And <laughs> that's a good point. Oh, yeah, they're all in there. Bo- both, 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 both Maisie and, and Biff are obviously in their early 30s. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so, yeah, so it's extra funny when uh, Archie barges in and he's carrying this massive calculator that again has the size and proportions of like a cash register and um 
And he's like, you teens, you kids, turn off this music. I've been running these calculations, and there's a dangerous amount of radiation near this area. Sort of radiation? No, don't you understand? This could cause all kinds of mutations. Could make big things small, or even small things big. <laughs> Cheese it, geezer. <laughs> The only radiation happening here is this rock and roll music. <laughs> well, um, you better roll spirit to see how you get yeah. take, getting heckled by these teens. Yeah, these thirty-year-old no, def- teens. Uh, I've got to fucking avoid taking psychic damage from Kuno. I've been running the numbers, and they say big buck. We 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 all have to do the spirit check, right? Or yeah, okay. um, so. I, so what's the target? Uh, four. Target number's four, and okay. The 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 stat number is the number of successes that we need. Okay, oh so my spirit is two, and I got uh I got four successes. Who? My spirit is three, and I got three successes. Wonderful. My spirit is three, and I got three successes. No, so damn. Okay, wow. everybody's good. Yeah. Um. So I guess. So, it, it it's it's sort of a stalemate then. So I guess what happens here, I guess, is that um. Like no one leaves the party. Is extremely correct. I I I, I yeah. feel like because it is a stalemate. But what I feel like happens is because it's a stalemate is like, yeah, we have like Biff and Maisie who are like. <laughs> There's no such thing as radiation. I don't know about <laughs> atomic science. And then we have other people in the party who are like kind of like getting weirded out and like leaving. Yeah. Um I think that I think that like Archie is going to like slam his comically large calculator on like some table that also has like a couple drinks on it and he'll like he'll like point at the numbers and they like like out of like long lines of like this music may be loud and hopping, but these numbers don't lie. There's some serious danger going to be happening in this small town. <laughs> I think and... I think Maisie looks at at Biff and says like, "Say, Biff, you don't think he's talking about that thing at the bus stop, right?" That thing at the bus stop. No, it couldn't be. I've got that was just the size a normal bug is. I've got to investigate this bus stop. Check it for radiation numbers. Um, and so I am going to I'm going to take away a life point uh, from Biff because uh, clearly <laughs> because clearly I'm, I'm wielding my academic prowess and he's the one that I resent the most. <laughs> yeah. uh, Biff similarly is going to take a, a life point away from uh, Doctor Archibald Fitzgerald because he's such a square man. Okay, and uh, what, what about Maisie? Oh no! Mm, I think I'm still gonna I'm gonna keep yeah. ganging up on people for now. So that's okay. oh my god! I, I did realize. Um, because of your jerk feature, mm-hmm. um, this hasn't come up yet because everyone's been succeeding, but you need to, like, pick a victim. Oh, right? it's going to be Archie. Don't worry. Okay, okay. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. I already, as as, one... That's the other reason I picked cheerleaders because I saw that you picked the nerd. I was like, aha! <laughs> yeah, I figured. I just uh, wanted to be... 
And just to double check, by the way, our life will start at six, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, and so, so every time we lose one, that goes down, and that affects the amount of dice that we roll uh, for right. every mm-hmm. roll that we do. Yep. Yep. I am down to four. Um, and so I guess. So what happens next then? So how is this the... rotation? At? So Saturn becomes the director, and then Hank becomes the lead character, I believe. Okay. We're going to move him to the left? Yeah. Yeah, Oh, okay. Gotcha. Let me do... Let me roll for that scene. Oh, right. Sorry. Intro, Uh, soldier. uh, I rolled a... (laughs) Appropriately, I normally would uh, break up, but I feel like appropriately, considering the scene that came before... uh, is we have a monster attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We rolled another seven on that. Nice. Um, so let me think. So our principal character here is Levi, right? Levi's character? Yeah, um, Hank. Can you Hank, Hank. So Hank Hi. is a soldier. Um, let me think. Where, is, where, where are we starting with Hank? Is Hank, like, at a military base? Yeah, I figure he's at, like, the National Guard armory, uh, sitting next to, like, some monitors at a desk in a room that with no sort of clear purpose (laughs) wonderful Mm -hmm. uh who else is there i have some ideas of who could be there but i think it's your call right mine i believe so hmm so we got three people at the party already uh elliot do you wanna do you want in on this one yeah i'm good all right so yeah then um brick rivers is there as well <laughs> cool. So Inexplicably this... playing a different unnamed extract. <laughs> <laughs> He's got different facial hair. <laughs> what it could also be is um it's the extra from the first scene mm-hmm. who has showed up to like the national armory. Oh, yeah, and, like, like there's a monster cut... on the loose. Well, except he can't talk, so we cut oh. to him just like standing there looking exasperated, and then uh Hank going, I see, so there is some kind of large creature. <laughs> uh, or however Hank would phrase that. Yeah. Um, let me think. What's what's fun here aside from just immediately uh, both of you being attacked by a monster again? What's what what are you what are you two up to? Uh, as you've uh, like, what's your next moves as as you've hmm. received this stunning revelation of a giant monster of some kind? If, so what? I uh, think. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say if I can, I just want uh, Brick to come in with his crossword puzzle that he was doing at the bus stop. like Mm -hmm. two across is the word giant and three (laughs) down is insect (laughs) and he just like flashes it to anybody that's like willing to give him the time of day oh beautiful i like the idea that it's like a a standard like new york times sunday crossword size and those are the only two answers he has filled in (laughs) Hank's like, ah, there ain't no such thing as insects. I better, <laughs> <laughs> I better check this monitor, though. He turns and he, like, he, like, twists the knob and you hear a click and then the monitor turns on and then there's, like, footage from earlier in the movie of the legs and pincers from the screen <laughs> at the bus stop and he's like, sweet jumping Christ! <laughs> it, cuts, it cuts to another shot that's, like, very clearly just, like, uh, and, I don't know, let's Let's just go ahead and say it. It's an ant because it's like, okay. you know, it's a classic 50s bug movie. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. it's an ant. I was kind of hoping for like a centipede or something, but I like that a lot. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah, I like that. I like centipede, actually. It's a centipede now. It's not an ant. Sorry. Uh, dis- disregard prior Saturn. I like, I like the centipede. <laughs> but you just see like, 
what is obviously just footage of a centipede in its natural environment. And we just get Hank going, look at that giant centipede. <laughs> it's like, he's he like, he like, he's like wearing like a bait, like a hat. And he like grabs it. Like his entire life has been changed. Like he's learned that bugs <laughs> exist and that there's giant ones because of radiation. Probably. For a second there, I thought you meant that the uh, centipede was wearing that hat. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. So, uh, like, Hank's going to turn, and he's going to, like, smash, like, a glass plate, like, in front of a lever, and he's going to pull the lever, and then, like, it's going to, the, the camera's going to pan up, and above the lever, it's going to say giant centipede. <laughs> <laughs> it pulls the lever, and then, it's, as soon as that happens, you hear these loud noises suddenly coming from outside, and Hank like, runs outside with the ex- nameless extra following in tow, and you get these shots of just, like, like, you know, handsome men shouting as they fire their guns off screen, and then just there's a uh, footage of a centipede. Um, so, uh, how are y'all uh, going to deal with or escape this centipede attack that's happening? Okay. As it's glowing menacingly with radiation, and there's a, a dramatic music sting uh, as someone else is going, Oh my god, it's immune to our bullets! It keeps coming! Yeah, so... I think I'm going to actually use my, uh, one of my two uses of my trick, Ooh. which is wander off. <laughs> You're not in the scene anymore. And the You're done. Says, Remove yourself from the current scene. Nobody notices you're gone. Yeah. Just yeah. walk out. How this manifests is that the extra just straight up is only in that in- intro scene and then does not show up for this part. They, yeah. Yeah. Just comes yeah. Hank. Like when Hank just runs outside, there. he's not, like, the extra just isn't with him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Hank, like, what are you up to? Yeah, Hank's Hank's like uh, backing up in fear, firing the firing the uh, useless bullets. But uh, I think what's happening here, we're gonna do like a body check to try to get to like a jeep or something to get away. Hell yeah! To, Absolutely. Gotta, we gotta notify the we gotta notify the air force. So I believe its target number is five for body. Okay. If, if I'm not mistaken, and like you. It's poss- like what what a uh, what trait did you take or what quirk did you take for your uh, guy? The trait the sorry the quirk uh, I took was self assured. It says when you make a spirit oh, check, okay. your target That's number is spirit. three. All right, okay. So because there are some like that that do change it, but yeah. So yeah. your target number is five. Yeah, so target number is five. I got all six dice still, and my body is one, so I can just only need the one. Success. The one, the one five plus. Ooh, no dice. <gasps> oh, oh, really? Oh, yeah, no. we, had, we had a failure here. So I guess Hank like uh, like falls, stumbles over something, and has like a pratfall. Oh my god! Maybe there's just... like a music sting. I don't know. <laughs> they, like he's like right by the jeep, and he's like, I can almost get there, and then suddenly there's a giant centipede oh. like on the jeep. Well, he's he's right outside the jeep. He pulls out his keys, and he's fumbling with the keys, and he drops the keys. He's like, Oh no! How am I going to get in the door? And like the the roof of the jeep is off. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then he looks behind him, and it cuts to the same shot of, of the centipede, centipede. In natural environment. <laughs> 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 Okay, so since you failed that scene, I believe that just means you lose one dice off your life. Well, yeah, that makes sense. That's just how, how that goes. Um, I'm just so going to show up, up in a later scene with like a scratch on my arm and no explanation of how I survived. 
<laughs> Correct. <laughs> Probably. Uh, so next up is going to be uh, Sarah directing, and oh, then yeah. Biff Ooh. as the principal character. Okay. Ooh, we scene. get to see we get to see Biff without his girl. Oh my god. Uh, okay. Or she's like there but not doing anything. She's safe. <laughs> Again, she's, she's it's a fifties movie. No say, lines in the scene. In yeah. Oh man, she doesn't yeah. get to do a lot every now and then. Sometimes she just stands there and bats her eyelashes. You know, uh, I like Levi's idea of rolling dice maiden in our in our other thing. So I'm actually gonna do that. Uh, uh, so four. Ooh, what's that? Four. Four. four is discover something odd. Oh. So it's a brains. Ch- oh no. Um, <laughs> the characters discover something out of the ordinary. It might be evidence of the monster. It might be something weird or gross. It might be a strange smell. Okay. So I, I feel like in this scene with me, once again, mm-hmm. is Archibald Fitzgerald. And I think it's like, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I don't know where it's going or what we discover, because it might be a directorial choice. But I feel like it's like we're leaving the party yeah. and it's like and it's like Maisie and, and, and like Biff's like man I can't believe this square chased everyone out of the party because it's some giant bug uh, <laughs> I couldn't be what we what happened earlier that 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 must have been uh the reefer talking that was the reefer. you were the one and, and you were the one like, who said there was a bug <laughs> and, and, and Maisie's like I don't know, Biff. Maybe that was a real giant bug. And then Fitzgerald's just like, look, the numbers don't lie. There could be a giant bug. Zooms in on his calculator. It says bug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so I guess the so, question is, what what do we discover? What um, evidence do we discover? Uh, it might be a direct choice. Ooh. Eggs, I assume. Do you uh, have bugs I, I, lay eggs? I don't this think one does. Any- this I don't think there's does. any bugs that give live birth. That's for <laughs> sure. look. I'm I'm not I'm not a zoologist or her, like entomologist of any. Yes, kind. your one entomologist <laughs> listener is just gonna have a field day on Twitter with this. <laughs> well, if that entomologist listener tells me that centipedes give live birth, I am. <laughs> Removing them from Patreon or whatever. They're getting banned from the fan Discord. Uh, I, I, I don't need that information no. in my life. Thank you. Um, but um, I think so. You guys, you guys run out into the night. You know, you're, you're arguing, and um, I think what it is is it's not eggs, but it is like <laughs> oh, so the 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 monster leaves like a trail, and the trail is that. Uh, wherever it goes, it irradiates stuff around it. Don't ask how Biff didn't Ooh. get irradiated. It's not important. Um, <laughs> he's the main character. It's he's fine. the main character. It's fine. So what happens is that like they run outside and like as they're leaving the party uh, and the National Guard base is like way too close by, uh, you realize <laughs> there's like a bunch of like shittily made paper mache giant trees and flowers and stuff. Oh from, shit. Like, where the where the ant uh, oh, the, ant, the awesome. centipede pass by, so it's like it leaves this uh, it leaves it's, like this trail, a way to follow it. Yeah. It's bigness uh, radiation. What the heck were these trees always this size? And I start w- rapidly clacking on my calculator. <laughs> uh, hey, it, hey, brains! What these trees mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. What's the word, turd? It also says you can cause a monster attack at any time during this scene. 
Yeah, so I think what that means is, like, we could, like, either this is going to be a thing where, like, we search for clues and do the brains, dr- or there's a monster attack while we're searching for clues and we do monster attack yeah. instead of uh, this. That's, the, that's, that's what the, it's the director's prerogative. Yeah, I so. kind of like that, because I have this mental image, it just instantly came to me, of, like, Maisie and Biff and Archie. Uh, and they're like investigating, like like really scrutinizing this big tree while Archie clack like clitter clacks away on his his uh, his. I wanted to say typewriter. It, I mean, it basically <laughs> is, but it's a calculator. Uh, and you just see like them poorly superimposed over the footage of like a centipede rising up behind them. Oh no. <laughs> All right. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. So. Oh no, my hypothesis. <laughs> <laughs> so here we have the moment where we realize that yes, the the the, yeah. the, the reefer did not make Biff and Maisie hallucinate their giant uh, centipede. I think we get um uh, once again, uh, because Maisie is not in the scene, we get Maisie uh, screaming. Correct. Uh, instead of you know doing anything, and Biff's Ma- like, "Don't worry, Maisie," and then interposing himself between Maisie and the giant centipede to defend maybe, her. Maybe the fact that she's not really in the scene is reflected by the fact that they use the same footage. It's <laughs> <laughs> the same yeah. scream from before. It's the same sound too. Like we yeah. record a second like, later. I need you to cut my scream <laughs> or, from earlier in or, the episode and put it here. <laughs> or it could be that, like, instead of using the shot, she's just like off screen, but you hear the scream. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, don't um, worry, Maisie, I've got you. And he uh, he just it goes to put himself between the bug and okay. Maisie, and he's gonna get like, he's gonna get attacked by the bug. Um, so, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and do a brain solution to this, which is hiding behind a huge tree. That's understandable. <laughs> There's not enough room behind, to, behind Biff to hide behind Biff. Maisie's already yeah. there. Oh, so yeah. the, the, um, the, the target number is three. So. Okay. For brain. For brains, yeah. Well, yeah. target number is always three for me, luckily. Oh, good. So. That worked out perfectly. Well, because, because I'm using my body here uh, mm-hmm. to, yeah. to absorb the attacks, my target number is also three. So. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> I'm rolling 46. And Ooh. I got... Oh, I I did get... I I got... Uh, I did get three. I got four successes. Nice. Nice. Got a, I got a beam saber roll that would make me blush. It's a six <laughs> So I just love this. I just love this idea of like that Biff keeps wrestling with this giant irradiated ant, and uh, <laughs> one never seems to become irradiated, even though we just established that it, it, it does <laughs> mutate things. Um, and then like you know he wrestles with it and and manages to win, and uh, even though the guns didn't work against him. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, the thrashing of an 18-year-old football player is definitely (laughs) what runs it off. I think think we get the shot of of Archibald looking at the tree and then looking at Biff wrestling with the thing. Like, Biff, you're not being irradiated. It must cause inanimate objects like trees to become larger. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I think, yeah. So, yeah, I don't. I don't have much narrative narrate on my side, except he's going to just go like hide behind. I think he like he runs behind a tree, and then like when he sees that Biff is fighting off, he like scrambles out from behind the tree to grab his calculator, which he had dropped. <laughs> Incredible, <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, okay, so it's just us two in the scene, and we both succeeded, so I believe that means we're both uh, taking yeah. a hit to our die pool one way or another. Mm-hmm. Yep, I am now down to three. Ooh. Oh, wow. I'm down to four. So once one more person drops down to three, we will move on to act two. Okay. Nice, okay. And that'll probably also be a good place for... Uh, the end of the episode yep. probably yeah and so i believe elliot's the director next and then we have uh macy as a principal character oh my god oh nice i got an 11 Ooh. oh is that me? which is break, break the fourth wall oh shit oh, okay shit. the lead Let's... character must speak or otherwise demonstrate a common horror movie trope or turn to the camera and address the non-existent audience the director oh, is shit. the camera. Oh, shit. To be fair, this is a 1950s B movie. So the idea of a character looking at the camera and explaining the plot or tension is actually very normal. <laughs> <laughs> also, awareness of tropes could be interesting. You got a, you got a real blank check here. Yeah, oh I think uh, since I'm just playing the camera, I'm, I mean, not to just put everything on Sarah, but. This no, is kind that's... of your scene to take over. Oh my god. Um, yeah. Let me think. Any other characters here with you? I don't think it matters, actually, but uh, I... because there's not a... Well, there is a check, but so I guess it depends if you want to inflict anything on anyone. No. <laughs> I mean, I, I think... I'm imagining Maisie just narrating to the camera as all of the action from the last scene happens in the background. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I think what happens is that after, uh, like, after all the action takes place, uh, <laughs> what happens is that Maisie uh, is, like, running away with with Biff and Archie, and even as she's running, she's saying, like, oh, well, thank God I'm just a 17-year-old girl in a 1950s horror movie. Otherwise, I would have been in a real jam. It's too early in this movie for something to happen to me. Oh, shit, it's art house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got Cabin in the Woods. I, 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 I think we just get Biff not being in the scene, but Biff just going, Maisie, what's the matter? Are you still on that reefer? <laughs> uh so it is uh, spirit target number three, and I have a three in spirit. Okay. Also, so I, I like three the successes. idea. I like the idea that this is like set up as like an anti-weed propaganda movie, but so uh-huh. far <laughs> all we've shown is that if you smoke weed, you can fight giant irradiated insects. Look, look, we, 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 we could have we could have Archibald theorizing that the 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 the, the chemicals in in the Mary in the marijuana actually make you immune to whatever uh, radiation. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep that in my back pocket then. Okay. Uh, so I got I rolled in I rolled in dice maiden, uh, and I got three successes. Okay. Hey. So. Do I? Since it's just me. I think do I... I'm not 100% certain that are there supposed to be scenes with just one person? I don't think so, just based off of the mechanics. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I'll so, say I'll say that Biff's here. Also, Biff, okay, yeah, so you could Biff, retroactively. Okay, yeah, yeah. Biff's here because Biff, Biff said stuff, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is Spirit Target Number Three. What's mm-hmm. Biff's if you... Spirit? Biff's Spirit is also three. So I have to roll. I'm just gonna roll my forty-six. I got a one, a three, a five, and a six. So yes, okay. yes, I believe so. All right. Well. Yeah. Either way, we both uh, succeeded, which means we both uh, go down to uh, three from where we were. Oh, uh, shit. We both have four, which means yeah. that that was the scene that ended act one. <gasps> okay. That's actually I'll... the perfect way to end act one. I was going to say, I love <laughs> is to that be like, idea. This is, this is act one. I can't die yet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then just act title card. Act two. Cuts to act two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the title, title card act two. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. So yeah, that's the end of Act One, and also the end of Episode One. Join us next time for presumably the next two acts, because in our experience, they tend to go a lot faster. Yeah. <laughs> after this point, um, uh, and in in fact, it could be very well that when we start, we have another situation where we have a one scene Act Two, and then immediately go to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hank still has five dice, actually. So oh, that's a good he's, point. He's uh, yeah. he's gonna he he'll be in here for a little bit. I longer, believe I, I I I believe he can make it all the way. I have faith in <laughs> Hank. I believe I believe <laughs> Hank can fly. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, to find out um which, if any, of these uh miscellaneous protagonists survive against the giant irradiated, and I do want to say. Centipede is not an insect, but it's definitely going to be referred to as such throughout the film. What is a centipede um, if what it's is not a an insect? <laughs> you know, yeah, see, look, look, he's told me this before. I still call it an insect because I don't remember. It's not an arachnid, is it? Not an insect uh, persevering. Um, <laughs> let's see. I, and I, predatory arthropods. arthropods. Yeah, it's like which a, is like a crab. Also, but arth- well, arthropod also contains no, arthropod. So arthropods is like everything with a shell, more or less. So oh, insects and arachnids and crabs are also that. Um, okay. But it is, I, you know, what I didn't know that I, I kind of assumed that they were arachnids. But uh, the class Chylopoda, which I, they, they're just their own thing. Do you guys? They're, that's they're like, like, as like the end of our episode yeah. is is just getting uh, <laughs> getting reading rainbowed about what a. A centipede. Centipede. <laughs> well, yeah, importantly, I... we're gonna we're gonna keep calling it an insect because <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. think anyone confused <laughs> you with the word arthropod, Matt. Aren't yeah, the, right? I'm sure I'm sure the people so... making this movie are just as dumb as we are because it's us. Yeah. <laughs> arthropod is also the name of my next podcast where I recap uh, it, PBS children's show Arthur. <laughs> Okay. Great. Uh, If by the way, if you're the same uh, listener who's mad that I accuse centipedes of not giving live birth, and you're also going to tweet me about calling them insects, I will will block you. So don't even fucking think about it. (laughs) (laughs) We will screenshot your tweet, send it to Saturn. They will unblock you and then immediately reblock you. So, anyway. <laughs> with keeping all of that firmly in mind, join us next time for more Big Gay Nerds. <laughs> B-
Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Calvin Cox, Elliot, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Giraffe Scarves, Hell Blood Hands, Jack Toops, Jarnope, Joel, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, Lucas Bell, MC Verdandi, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Ryan Asopa, Udon Bullets, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the lauded gay nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We're at Big Gay Nerds Cast on Twitter and just Big Gay Nerds on Tumblr and Facebook. And if you just want to hang out, join the Big Gay Nerds Fan Club Discord server linked in all the aforementioned pages.